0: What's up, you listeners? It's episode number 11 of That's a Shame with Nick Alex. How we doing? How we doing? Fucking stuttering out the gate. How are you? Recording this podcast a day early because Monday my home is going to be not available to me. And uh, when you don't make any money doing anything that you do, you don't really have a say in the things that happen. So I got to do it early and, uh, you know, it's fine. Turned off NFL football to record this. The Giants won. I can't believe they might actually be. In the fucking playoffs at 6-10 and somehow, but the Eagles have to beat the Redskins tonight, which probably isn't going to happen because the Eagles are a piece of shit franchise and they're the only franchise I've ever heard of not playing any of their fucking starters in the final game of the season. Yeah, they have nothing to play for. They're not going to the playoffs. which means they don't need to prevent injury. They're not already in the playoffs. Their season's is going to be over. You go out with pride. That's what real franchises do. They go out with pride, and they don't let a division rival make it to the playoffs on their dime, which would be the Redskins in this case, but they're not called the Redskins anymore. They're the football team because of racism. So, yeah, the Eagles are looking like they're going to sit all their fucking starters and Except for their quarterback, who is technically a backup, he started the year as a backup, Jalen Hurts, but he's actually mad good. And uh, they're saying the backup to him, which would be the third string quarterback, might get extended time if, if the game, if the situation of the game calls for it. And you know what, Eagles, you can go fuck yourselves. I mean, we'll get a better draft pick, but fuck, dude. I want to see some playoff football, even at 6 and 10. I don't give a shit. We definitely don't deserve to be there. We're fucking trash. And, um, yeah, man. God, I fucking love football, dude. I've been using FanDuel, which is not a uh, sponsor of the pod. But maybe, maybe if you guys buy a ton of fucking you know manscape buzzers they'll catch word about you know my followers doing anything that i fucking tell them to do and we'll get a, we'll get a second sponsor on this thing but i've been using fanduel and um it's not good it's good it's great it's a great thing if you like to lose money easily i didn't win my fantasy this year so I uh, decided to make an account on FanDuel, and I'm just I'm realizing it's pretty fucking hard to win on there, huh? Any of you guys use it? I'm just putting money in, and nothing's coming back. I don't know if it's a, if it's rigged. If you can ever win, it's fucking. Hard. I'm good at regular fantasy, but FanDuel, it's a different thing. And you make a new lineup every year, and you have that, and and you you have a salary cap, and you pick your players, and fucking I suck, I suck at it. And uh, I should probably, I would be a lot more productive in my life if I didn't give a shit about sports, I think. I waste a lot of time and a lot of mental energy and emotional capacity is wasted on sports. The Knicks have been winning games and it's not going to be good for my mental state when they start losing inevitably. But they've been looking good. And I don't know why I'm starting this podcast off so sports heavy, but I it's I'm just in the mood, and you're gonna deal with it. I'll I'll know if by the numbers, if this is the thing I should continue to do, or write in you fucks. But yeah, dude, Tom Thibodeau, the Knicks have needed a coach. What a fucking difference a legitimate coach can make. They can actually develop players. It's crazy. Instead of having a bunch of fucking coaches that the players say they like and they're, oh, they're good. Our last coach, David Fizde, oh he gets along with the players really well. He's a player's coach. They're going to love playing for him. Yeah, they're going to love playing for him. It's like having a fucking boss that doesn't pay attention to anything. Yeah, you're going to go into work and fuck off. The company's not going to be successful. You guys aren't going to start doing things and achieving things you never achieved because the boss is fucking lax. No, you need a hard ass. And yes, yeah, sometimes you might not fucking like him. But when you're swimming in money at the end of your fucking quarter or whatever people with real jobs do, then you'll like him. When the success starts to roll around, then you'll like him. So that's, what's, that's what Thibodeau's doing for the Knicks. And... Uh, first-round draft pick isn't even playing, but their other first-round draft pick, which people were projecting as a second-round draft pick, is looking like a fucking veteran out there. I'm loving it. All right, I'll talk less about sports. You know what I saw the other day that I had no idea was coming is a 11th season of Curb Your Enthusiasm, which I'm fucking so pumped. They filmed it during the pandemic, and apparently it's takes place in the world of the pandemic. So masks masks are going to be involved in the, in you know in the setting and the in the storyline of the show and I can uh, it's going to be so fucking funny and it's also going to be infuriating. <laughs> because I'm going to sit there and watch Larry fucking David just show me all the things I didn't come up with or think of that were funny throughout all this. I've been sitting here writing scripts and thinking of things, and I'm going to watch this and want to fucking wrap my lips around a revolver because I'll never come up with the shit that he does. God, he's fucking funny. He, God, he's the fucking king, dude. You know what I heard in a uh, an interview with Seinfeld? That I, I fucking wish they did was when they were... Uh, Obviously, Larry's the co-creator of Seinfeld, and uh, I don't know what season it was, but at one point in the show, they had plans to do an entire claymation episode. They fucking, I think they shot the whole, I think they made it. They shot the whole thing. They had fake promos for the episode of, like, just the characters doing their thing, and they were going to air the episode without telling everyone and just straight claymation. And they had, you know, like, Kramer sticking a pencil in his eye and all this other shit. Dude, an episode of Seinfeld in straight claymation. The the shit that they could have... Oh, God. It would have been hilarious. But apparently someone told Seinfeld before they went through with it that... Tim Allen, I guess, in Home Improvement, like... Either the season prior or, 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 or an episode that just happened, they did a full-blown claymation, and Seinfeld didn't want to look like he was taking Home Improvement's idea, so he didn't fucking do it. And my God, if they—if it, I guess it probably wasn't filmed, because if it was filmed, they should absolutely release that fucking thing immediately. I can't even imagine how funny it would be. I can't even imagine how funny that episode would be. The shit you could do with Kramer and all his fucking mannerisms and claymation. But yeah, dude. Happy New Year to everybody. How was your New Year's? I um, I didn't really do anything on the eve. Did anyone go out on the eve? Were people doing that? There was no ball. There was no shit. I stayed in, I watched a movie, I watched uh, I watched my first Mission Impossible movie. Can you believe that? I've never seen a single Mission Impossible movie. Not only that, I've never seen a Tom Cruise movie until that movie. I don't know what the fuck is wrong with me and how I even did it. I don't even know. I've never seen Top Gun, which my girlfriend freaked out about. Never seen a Mission Impossible movie. Never seen Jerry Maguire I watched the Mission Impossible movie and it was, you know, it was pretty good. It wasn't the best thing. A helicopter in a tunnel was pretty wild and um, unrealistic, but I'm sure all all those movies are unrealistic. But it was definitely solid. There were some moments that were hard to fucking follow, I thought, but Tom Cruise, decent actor. (laughs) But we went on New Year's Day. We had a, uh, we did our little dinner reservation. It was at a place called crown shy in the financial district. And it was fucking sick, dude. They were Amex is like chose like 13 countries in the entire. I mean, 13 countries, 13 restaurants in the entire country to sponsor and provide outdoor seating for. And this, this restaurant was one of the ones that they sponsored. And what they gave them was six fucking yurts They got six mini yurts on the outside, just on a city block that they have just shut down. And you just get your own individual yurt to eat in. And uh, it was amazing. The food was phenomenal. They had, like, all this shit. They had, like, the, the dinnerware and the glasses and stuff stored under the table so the waitresses and shit didn't have to carry it to and fro the kitsch. And then the the food was just pre-fixed. You got to pick like what you wanted ahead of time. Oh my God, it was so good, except for one one thing. Um, I forget what it was. My girl likes it, and she she was saying it's an acquired taste. And I, I know I'm getting older. When people, she's not the first person. She's not the first friend of mine who's used the term. It's an acquired taste with me. That's how I know I'm getting older. I don't subscribe to that saying. I think the first time I heard it was I like a friend brought over a mad expensive body of bottle of uh, whiskey. And I was like, this tastes like burnt wood and gasoline. And he was like, oh, don't worry, dude. It's an acquired taste. Yeah? You mean if I continually force myself to drink it, eventually I'll get used to it? No shit. That's how things work. But don't act like it's because... The quality is so high, I just can't handle it. I'm pretty sure people in prison don't like the food when they first get there, but eventually get used to it. It's not because their palate is unrefined. Only with food you would have is that, would anyone apply that fucking logic to? Only with food because it's a pretentious area and oh, it's an acquired taste. Dude, if I, if I was in an abusive relationship... And my girlfriend was just beating the piss out of me every day. All my friends would be like, "What? you got to get out of this situation. What are you still doing with this woman? And if I was like, you know what, initially I was going to leave. But then I realized her dick kicks were an acquired pain. The jabs she was landing were just so high in quality I wasn't used to it. I had to adapt my senses. But eventually I acquired The taste for this pain You know I'll be like You're a fucking insane person But no the food sucks But it's perceived to be special And you know higher class Or whatever the fuck so you continue to do it Because we're all sheep and we want to be part of that culture And the upper echelon Section of society so we continue to (coughs) Force feed our stuff Things that taste like shit And holy shit, I got to do this ad read. I forgot I have responsibilities now. Support for Manscaped is... Oh shit, I fucked it up. I'll get better at this. Support for That's a Shame podcast with Nick Alex is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Manscaped offers precision engineering tools for your family jewels. They obsess over their technology developments to provide you the best tools for your grooming experience I remember I had my one of my my last roommate um he would leave his pubes in the shower just the, a disgusting human being but it, like the the way in which they were left was confusing to me they were first of all they were long as shit and they were all just uneven and jagged. And I'm like, what, what are you doing in there? He's like, I'm trimming it. And I was like, with what? Because you can't bring a buzzer in there unless it's the Manscaped buzzer because it's fucking waterproof. And he was saying he scissors. He uses a scissor. I'm, unless you're a fucking trained barber, you shouldn't be cutting anything with scissors. Not because it's dangerous. Because you're not going to get an even cut. You don't know what you're doing. It's going to be all misshapen and uneven. You don't have. You don't have the fucking... Precision to scissor cut your balls and your your pubes. That's why Manscaped is redesigned the electric trimmer. The Manscaped engineering team spent 18 months perfecting the greatest ball hair trimmer ever created and released the new and improved lawnmower 3.0. Third generation trimmer features a cutting-edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming. Accidents thanks to advanced skin-safe technology powered by Manscaped. When I tell you this is premium, I mean premium. The battery will last up to 90 minutes, so you can take a longer shave. No one's shaving for 90 minutes, but it means you can go quite a few ball trimmings without having to plug that thing in, which is fucking sweet. The waterproof technology allows you to groom in the shower. One of the cool features is the LED light, which illuminates grooming areas for a closer and more precise trimming they've also upgraded to a 7000 rpm motor with quiet stroke technology which means you could buzz your fucking pubes next to your chick's head as she sleeps and let's not forget about the charging stand show your mower off loud and proud because this intelligently designed stand is convenient charging dock powered by a usb if you are listening to me speak right now, I want you to experience it firsthand for yourself. Trim that junk ears, Get 20% off plus free shipping with the code that's a shame at manscaped.com. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code that's a shame. No apostrophes or anything at manscaped.com. That's 20% off plus free shipping at manscaped.com. Use the code that's a shame. And please do it. The sponsorship only continues if uh, people use my code to buy shit. And if a certain number of people buy it, I get a, a full-blown paid spart- partnership. And that, that'll sure help keep the podcast going. And if the money's coming in, I could start telling my girlfriend to fuck off when I need the place to record. And I won't have to shut off football to do it. So improve my quality of life and buy the man's skate buzzer. Or you could just fucking Venmo me at Nick Alex. I'd rather have that happen you know but let's see what's trending folks it's about that time on the podcast let's see what's trending i always forget how to do this here we go trending trump tapes trump pressures georgia secretary of state to find Trump votes in Senate, according to the audio obtained by the Washington Post. I don't know what this story is. In a recorded hour-long phone call, President Trump told Georgia Secretary of State Brad Raffensperger, don't have that name, that he wanted to find 11,780 votes. That is a specific... Oh, is is that how many he lost by? In his favor to overturn Joe Biden's win in the state. The Washington Post also reported that Trump appeared to threaten... Raffensperger saying that his refusal to comply with Trump's demands would be a big risk? I don't know what to believe, dude. Like, this is obviously outrageous for a president to just call the state and be like, find more votes so that I win? I just want to find 11,780 votes. Of course, I'm sure all these quotes are taken out of context, and there was maybe other shit he was saying, too. But, I mean... Also, how do you just get a fucking, I mean, how do you just get a recording of the president talking on the phone with people? Like, why is it that easy? Why does the post, why are they able to access this? If The fucking piece of shit post or whoever, like, who... Fucking wiretap this thing And who was able to do it And if they can do it Of course every other country Is able to do it And know exactly what the fuck We're doing at all times And I don't know a goddamn thing About politics Maybe that's been happening The whole time And that's the biggest problem With Trump or other presidents But I don't know But I really don't believe Biden's the answer anyway I don't think anyone Who's been in politics For 60 fucking years Is part of the solution Yeah Trump probably isn't either Look here's the problem In order to want to be in politics, you got to be a fucking power-hungry psychopath. So no matter who we elect, nothing good is going to happen. And that's why I don't pay attention to this shit. And I don't really have a rant to go on on this. It's fucking crazy that you can just get a a recording of Trump and a, a private phone call. And that's a problem in itself outside of politics. But, I mean, who gives a shit? Dude, politics, this is why I like sports. To me, politics are sports because none of it really matters. Nothing we do really affects what the fuck happens. Politics are sports if there are, to me, we're only fucking two teams and you got to root for the coaching staffs because there's certainly no players. Nothing exciting is happening. It's just a bunch of old fucking white men making the calls that have nothing to do with what you want done. Okay? So stop giving a fuck about politics is my ignorant take on this little fucking rant. And I got to wrap this episode up. Keep on listening. Keep on tuning in. You guys are fucking phenomenal. And uh, rate and review me on Apple. Please do it. I need more. No one's been doing it. Just fucking do it. Make a separate fake account and do it if you want to. Be a gem of a person. If not, whatever. I'll be back next week regardless. Love you guys.